Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grants, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Okay, world, you're in for such a treat because like I don't play around. This is the 50th episode of Superstar PR. And some people tell me my podcast needs a different name, but hey, we're, we've gone this far with this name. I think we just have really real chats. And today is a treat that I've I've kind of saved. I've saved Hannah Khan for a really important milestone because she is a big deal. Hannah is a success coach. Hannah is like a starlight in my life. And I listen to her voice every day. And when I'm kind of, trying to calm down because something crazy is happening. My family says, just listen to Henna, and I do. <laughs> oh, Henna, welcome. Thank you, Nikki. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, this is amazing. I mean, I think that you're like a really good balance of like real get it done talk and then, hey, pause and examine talk, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, here's something I'd love to ask you. You talk about the reported world and the world that we can't see. And I really like the way you talk about it. Can you tell listeners kind of what that means? Absolutely. I've talked about this for a long time. And then Steve Hardison used this language around it, which I love, reported world versus created world. So the reported world is the world that many of us, well, we all live in. And when we live by the reported world rules, it can keep us limited and in a box. But we don't realize that there's this whole world that we can create. And this has to do with um, stretching your thinking, being expansive, thinking about what you want. So, for example, someone may say something to you, Nikki, like, well, Nikki, that's not possible because of X, Y and Z. So, okay, so that's like, all right, in the reported world, that is not possible because of X, Y and Z. Most people would accept that and move on, might be bummed out, might go and complain about it. But when you start to learn that you actually live in a created world, then it's like, okay, that's interesting that that's not possible because of X, Y, and Z. Mm, I wonder if it was possible, what would that look like? So you stay with it. And this is really about creating your life and not just going with what everyone is throwing at you or what everyone thinks is possible for you, but you decide what is possible for you. You decide what's possible for you. I love it. How do you feel about daydreaming? Oh, I love it. I love it. I think we can daydream, visualize. You know, I think it's something that that word is something that we have a negative connotation to sometimes because we got in trouble for it. Even my youngest got in trouble for it. Um, He said, he said, the teacher told him, why are you always just looking out the window? And he goes, he goes, just sometimes I like to look at the clouds and imagine things. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, sometimes when you got to get ready for school, there's a little bit of like, let's, let's move this along. Let's have the daydream in the car. But I think, I think we may have a negative connotation to it, but I think it's lovely. It's, it's where we create our imagination. Oh, I like that. I like that so much. Um, You know, something I hear a lot of people talking about lately is how the pandemic has caused the relationship to fail um, because people are spending a lot of time together and people are managing their story a little differently. So suddenly partners are like, oh my God, you're not thinking this through the way I am. I think everything's going to be fine. 
So how do you kind of talk through the idea of people and their self story, limiting beliefs, but maybe in a family situation where everyone has a different story? I guess an example I can give you is like a basketball player. Um, I once was in the room with a really important basketball player and he was one person. Wow. But when his family walked in, he shrunk. Oh, interesting. When the lawyers left, he shrunk. And I watched it happen. And I was like, I think Henna could comment on what just happened. Yeah. So that's very interesting. He went back into a role, a role of playing small and dimming his light that was activated by his parents or his family, because that's the connection. The connection is like, it's not safe to truly be me with them. I've got to dim my light. And so when they walked into the room, you actually saw a shift. Now, the basketball player wouldn't notice this. That's what's interesting. They wouldn't sit there and go, wow, I just shifted then. For them, it would, it would be so subtle because it would be so natural and unconscious. And this is why we want to be aware of our environment of who we spend time with, how we want to show up. Many people live compartmentalized. Like with you, I can be this way. With my family, I can be this way. With a coworker, I can be this way. But what if we can just be us with everybody and different, different parts of us come to the surface a little bit more? Like Nikki, if you and I are hanging out or we're having lunch, you know, you know we get giddy and we have fun and we may talk about things. And we like food. Yes. A lot about the food. What are you having? What are we sharing? What's going on? Can I have some? So we have that conversation. And maybe I wouldn't have that with somebody else, but I'm not denying who I am. I'm not not having it. It's just that it's that person brings out something else in me, but it's all me. Oh, I like that. I like that. Thank you. This moment kind of stands out in my mind because I think it was a lesson for everybody. It was maybe a yeah. lesson for me too, just in seeing that happen. Now, I guess, you know, you talk a lot about decision-making and I've often been told in my life that I make like decisions way too quickly, <laughs> but how do you feel about decision-making henna and fast or slow, man, like overthink, underthink, what should somebody do? Well, you'll be happy to know that the research shows that when, when we look at the studies of successful people, they make decisions quickly. Oh, amazing. There you go. Just say, the research shows I am like, I'm doing things right. I got this. It's okay. This. And the reason is for a couple of, of reasons. One, you collapse time. You're not going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You also, at times, what some people have said around making decisions quickly is they are able to, it affects their revenue and it affects their revenue because again, they're, they're able to move on things quicker because they've made the decisions quickly. You also starve fear by making decisions quickly. Ooh. Yeah. Good. It's like, it's like, you know, being on a diving board, looking at the water below you. Well, you can stand there as long as you want to stand there. The water's not going to come up any closer. Yes. You got to just jump. The other thing that it shows is confidence. And the reason it shows that is that not every single decision we make is stellar, but we have the confidence to be able to bear whatever the results are. And if it doesn't work out, no problem. That's feedback. That's learning. I'll take that and move into you know, the next decision with that information. The other reason we actually don't make decisions quickly and why people are looking at you, Nikki, like, I don't understand how you can make these decisions with this amount of money or with this like, like 
these things that feel really big that you should be really thinking about is because we're not taught to make decisions. When we're younger, we're not taught how to make decisions. We're taught to like be really careful. We're taught to ask everybody what their opinion is first. We're not taught to trust ourselves. So if we can start to teach this to our children and let them have the consequences of their decision, we're actually teaching them confidence. Oh, that is so good. Oh my goodness. I want to bottle that right up. That's a really cool thing to teach our kids. You know, like you decide, but then you also deal. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And that's the thing. We don't want to decide because we don't want to take responsibility for the decision. So if I ask my husband, Paul, like, what do you think I should do? Should I do this? And he says, yes. And then I do it and it doesn't work out. I can say, well, you told me to do it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. I mean, like I was, I was like, high-fiving you recently because seven o'clock in the morning, uh, my husband, like no coffee yet was like kids everywhere. He's like, Nikki, pick the color of stucco right now. And I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> he's like, but we can't repaint. Okay. And then he's like, there's no good light. And I just picked one. And then he said, are you sure? So I'm pretty sure. I think, I think so. Yeah. But I haven't had coffee, but I'm sure it's fine. And then when it, the stucco went up and it looked nice, I was like, whoo. Thank the Lord. Thank you, God. Um, now, now let me ask you a question on you, Hannah, talk a little bit about being guided and how we're guided. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the gut instinct. How do you, how do you perceive that? How do you listen to that? Well, I'll tell you something. I probably learned more by not listening to it. And I don't recommend that because it usually sucks. It's like your gut is telling you something and you're like, <laughs> I'm laughing, Nikki, because you know, there's some situations where I know that you and I have both felt this and we know what that is, where it's like the gut is like, something's off and we keep trucking. We're like, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Oh, I should have long. It's making me cry. Yes. Yes. No, something's off. And we're like, okay, gut, but we're going to keep going. And then, and then it's like, oh Yeah. Something was really off. So sometimes, and that's okay. And that's okay. Sometimes we first learn by the contrast of it not working out. And then we can connect the dots and go, okay, I listen. If I listened to my gut at that time, that was guiding me in a different direction. I just didn't have the proof yet physically. So I didn't trust it. Now I know that I will trust my gut and I don't need to have the physical proof. I don't need to, I don't want to be proven right. I don't want to be, I'm happy to keep it a mystery. I'm happy to keep it a mystery. So the quickest way I think to connect to our own internal GPS is through our feelings. Our feelings are in our subconscious mind. They're the emotional mind and they are the way to connect to this infinite intelligence, to the universe, to source, to God, to your higher self, whatever feels right for you. And then allow yourself to be guided but you have to invite it as well and recognize it. How do we recognize it? By getting to know ourselves. That's why I honestly don't think there's more important work to do than work on yourself because that's where all your decisions come from. They come from within you. And so the better that you know you, the better actually that you know the world. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I heard you say something on a morning call the other day about gossip and I realize that I'm, I get pretty uncomfortable with it. I don't stay for it. 
Um, and I want it to last no longer than five seconds, but maybe you could kind of comment on how you feel about being in the energy of like gossip. Look, not only was I, would I be in the energy of it in the past, Nikki, I would pull up a chair, we would get together for coffee, like I was there for it. I was like, Ooh, let's talk about this other person. And then when it's really what it is, it's a just, it's a, I don't know, sometimes I think it's a way for us to feel better about ourselves, but it's fake, right? Like it's false. Like, oh, I can just focus on this person's faults and then I don't have to look at my own. So there's that piece of it. And then the other piece of why it didn't feel right anymore is that I got things to do. Like I am here for role domination. I am here to change people's lives. I am here to create a big impact. I don't have time for low level conversations. Why? Because it doesn't feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, and then I'm going to make decisions from that state, what the hell kind of decisions am I going to make? They're going to be awful. They're going to be decisions that will lead me in a place where that is kind of, that is the same energy of that gossip. So I am not available for gossip. Um, like you said, I think sometimes, you know, you need to get things out and it's a way of like, look, I just need to say this. This is what happened. And I'll do this with Paul. I'm like, Paul, I just need a moment. And so I say it, but we don't stay there. We don't expand on it. We don't give it life. We're not breathing life into it. Oh, I like that. Um, one of my favorite quotes is where, where attention goes, energy flows. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I don't know. That's random, but I like it. It's not random at all because where attention goes, energy flows. So your attention is going to these low level conversations. It's going to gossip. So your energy is going to that. Everything is energy. What you're attracting to you is an energetic match. So now you're attracting to you what's an energetic match to those low level conversations. Yes. Change the subject, say that's interesting, walk away. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, wow. Okay. I mean, well, everybody, I mean, like, how good is this interview? Like, I, I may I, have to watch it again. I'm enjoying <laughs> Like, I'm going to just, you know, package this up and send it to everyone I love and be like, happy holidays, you know? Oh. Hannah, like, I want to ask you, what is a perfect career moment of yours, past or future? But it's coming because we're talking about it. Yeah. You know, first of all, I feel like I have the perfect career moment every day. And I know that there can be a response by some people like, oh, good Lord. And, and maybe your eyes rolled back, go pick them up, put them back in. I get it. But it truly is, Nikki, you know how I start my days. Every day I start my day with clients and we do these morning calls. It's a perfect, it is perfect. And we're all co-creating and we never know where the calls are gonna go. And they are always perfect. So those are always perfect. And then I would say another moment was when I made the decision to accept an offer to co-host a show called Save Us From Our House. It was a long time ago. You can probably, I think it's on like some, I think it's been like, it's on some Spanish channels too, or Italian channels, but you could probably Google it. Save us from our house. I was really scared to do that show. I felt the imposter syndrome. I was like, who am I to do this? All of that, but I accepted it. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. So I would say the next perfect moment that is coming, that is here, that I'm lining up to is my own show again. And exactly how that looks, I don't know yet, but I look forward to the unfolding of it. 
Oh my God. You know what? I think that just seeing how many people join you at six o'clock in the morning around the world. I had my good friend join from Cyprus and she was listening to you in between some big board meetings. And she's like, Oh, I love this. I need to hear more. Oh no. (laughs) Her connection died. But you know, I think that to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and to hear and to be reminded of how we co-create our day, how we're in charge of our energy field. Beautiful. I think your 6am calls are something no one should live without. Yeah, I agree. And you know, you with the show, I mean, like when Oprah retired, I had a good cry, but then life kind of introduced me to you years later. And I think that you doing a talk show, just showing people who you are and what you know would be a gift to the planet. Mm. So we're just going to put that out there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love it. And you know, if you could have lunch with everybody that are alive, who would it be? You know who it would be? And this won't surprise you. um, Neville Goddard. I would love to speak to Neville. And if I could invite one other person, it would be his mentor, Abdullah, the Ethiopian rabbi. So Neville Goddard wrote a book called Power of Awareness. I'm even trying to say, well, it's here somewhere. The, the cover is ripped off because I've read it so many times. And it's something that I use and reference a lot on our morning calls. Neville Goddard uh, has really, through his book, taught me a lot about using our imagination and creation. And that creation is finished. A lot of these concepts. And I was introduced to him by my mentor, Bob Proctor. But this is what's so beautiful. Neville Goddard has passed away. He's dead. This is the impact that we can still have. He's changed my life. Somebody that is dead has changed my life. So I think that's remarkable. And he talks about his mentor, Abdullah, who was this Ethiopian rabbi. And I would love, love, love to have uh, a meal with them on me. That's a cool, that's a cool crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a really cool crowd. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I haven't heard those two. Um, you know, maybe, maybe with that crowd, are you a fan of Michael Bernard Beckwith? Oh yes. I love Michael Beckwith. Yes. I, 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 you know, I'll share a link with you that I was listening to yesterday. He was so passionate. He was yelling and uh, Dave walked in and tripped on something. He's like, Nikki, who's yelling? And I said, don't listen to the yelling. Listen to how beautiful his words are. Nikki, someone else I love is TD Jakes. And this reminds me of the yelling because sometimes we'll download some stuff and listen in the car or I'll have it on. And my youngest is like, he must have, he must go through a lot of cough drops. And I was like, why do you say that? He's like, he's yelling so much. He must have a sore throat. (laughs) What a cute observation. I know, I know, but it's like, I get it. Like sometimes you just get so passionate. So yes, I love Michael Beckwith. I love TD Jakes. I love Byron Katie. Um, You know, there's so many beautiful teachers out there and we are so blessed to live at a time where we have access, Nikki. We have access. You don't have to be anywhere live. And if you can't invest financially, just go on YouTube. Do what you can to control the content that you're listening to. Be in social media groups that inspire and uplift you. Yes. And, you know, um, I think we can finish the story about it. I'll tell everybody how awesome you are, because one day I was like, hey, Hannah, do you want to come to Muskoka with me? <laughs> and I didn't even tell you why. Yeah, I still don't really know why. <laughs> well, we 
kind of wanted to buy a property and like everybody in my world was like, no, you shouldn't. And I, I really wanted to, but it was a lesson for me to just go and do something. And I was like, Hannah's gutsy enough to just be there while I do something like this, that everyone says is crazy. Yeah. But don't worry, Hannah, there will be another Muskoka. There will be, there'll be, there'll, there's, here's the beautiful thing, Nikki. And then it gets better than that. Like there will be another Muskoka. There will be another Miami. And I still want to take a private jet to Miami with you. Can we figure it out? Like Done, <laughs> done, done me. Yeah, and we're going to meet our, one of our friends there. Yes. And we're we'll going to bring, bring Gabby. Gabby. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Hannah. Well, everyone, you know, this was the 50th episode of Superstar PR. Again, I don't know if my podcast has the right name anymore, but I want to thank Hannah Khan, who is a starshine on this planet, who's really trying to help so many people. And you heard what she said. She said, if you can not afford Hannah, you can go on YouTube, but there's always a way to change yeah. how you think. Hannah, can you share with our listeners your website address and your Instagram handle? Yes. So website is hinnacon.ca. Instagram is coach with Hannah. TikTok. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. This lady's on TikTok. TikTok is coach with Hannah. And then a podcast where we talk about this as well is possibilities with Hannah Khan. And that's one of my favorite podcasts, everybody. Possibilities with Hannah Khan is playing in my car. Sometimes we repeat episodes. My son, Nicholas told me, mommy, we've heard this before. I'm like, we're going to hear it a lot more, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.